have this inclination that I'm drawing on some inspiration. I feel, man, it's real. And I'm confident about it. And it's something that I want you to know. And I wish I could find the words to be able to say what will make this feeling make sense to you some way. <sighs> to connect in that way and just somehow intuitively know what's the point of the whole show. See, I have a little theory and it's pretty stringy. There's lots of threads that it draws to and I'm constantly comparing. And I see the points. I see the little shining lights. I see the cord and way it braids, twists, and binds. And I see the extension and how many ways you can put these things together and turn one short piece into a very lengthy strand. And you start weaving the very fabric of its being and you can start to put in certain receptive signals within the frame like a string of Christmas lights little lights braided neatly into the strand and diverse colors and ways for the lights to turn on and off with program. And there's enough pieces there that you could make a pretty complex signal. And, well, it's just a matter if that's really what you're wanting. Just be careful what you ask for. So, this whole thing started because I wanted to talk about karma. <laughs> and I know she's a bitch because she's me. I feel like I am this karmatic retribution around everybody when they're around me. They get a turn in their lives and they're changed. And I feel like a little disruptor because I am so different and strange. And that makes it kind of hard to connect with people because how do you talk about something that you first have to explain? It's like dissecting a frog is like telling a joke. If you have to explain it, you defeated the entire purpose. The point being, 
that I know you're not going to understand me. So I have to talk in terms of another level of communication that can help you to see. And it's taken approach quite differently than what you would believe is normal communicating because it's something on the lines of orchestrating. It's communicating through signals and signs and the attentions and the bylines and it's the very message that is dug in very deep. It's like the heart song that's resonating your chord to the rhythm of your beat. And we are in this constant harmony with one another. And the closer we come hand in hand, whether it sinks or it is disharmonious, depends on how long we can withstand being within approximation before things try to self-regulate equal equal rise and make still to stop the dysfunction and bring the cord down to a chill. And that's what relationships between people do. We are constantly plucking each other's cords and some vibration is coming through and it has to do completely with your awareness and your intention and also the things you're feeling. And oh, I forgot to mention, it's also about your past history and then every generation's fucked up problems too. Like we are living in karma that is just echoing <laughs> through every generation, through and through. And I know exactly why I'm here talking to you because somebody needed to step up and call out what's been happening. We are horrible to our world and our environment is now suffering because of our shitty choices and our misguided ways and our capacity to be really shitty and fuck things up every day. And we make mistakes. <laughs> we don't fess up. We don't call things out. We are given opportunities every single day to redeem ourselves. Show each other the way to be good humanity. To not come in their space and fuck with their business. Don't be going around people if your mentality is aggressive sickness. Have conscious awareness for the other people you're going to go and try to harmonize with. Try to disrupt their frequency. And that's okay. Everybody needs a jolt or one or two or three every once in a while just to give us a pick-me-up and to remind us, oh yeah, that's right, you're alive. You need to pick up yourself and trudge along down the line. You know, life sucks, definitely gets you down. But you know, you're human. You are built to survive and adapt. and to make way and improve things. 
for yourself because your soul wants that. It wants to be redeemed on the daily because that's what feels good. And karma will deny you for every time when you should have done the right thing. At some point in time, you see, universe brings forth to thee the answer to the problems you see. And you ask, oh, please give. This is what I have to have. And the universe gives you the simplest, basic, generous, kind things. And at the end of the day, it marks up your tab. And there is no fudging this distinction. The tallies are graved in the stone. You'll be six feet under deep. I'm not saying that there's somebody out there to get you. Just saying that what goes around comes around. And karma will always stick to you and be attracted to you. Keep bringing up challenge after challenge until you learn how to do the right thing habitually. And you're a good person. And you spread that human knowledge by being an ever better version of yourself, aspiring to perfection, knowing that that is not a real thing in terms of recollection. There is no way that you will be able to see the end of eternity. You don't exist long enough. Nothing does. It all ends eventually. Now, how long it takes really has to do with our learning and our mistakes. We do bad things one day, and we gotta remember that shit. Because we know sometime soon, karma's coming back with it. And it may not look exactly like you thought that it would. You certainly think it's important. And it should have a chance to come back on you. Because no, nobody likes to feel like they've got to constantly look over their back. Like, man, when's that karma coming? And they fight. They retract. And they no longer want to go out because they're afraid of all the people. Because they're just potential. And the thing is, it's like the only way that you can change is by, by and through the interactions and encounters you have with people. I will tell you this right now. I'm guilty of being evil. I treat my fellow human like pieces of shit. I have the capacity to do it. And I flex that muscle every once in a while when my frustration reaches a certain ceiling. And then the thoughts of my mind start reeling and then I realize there's a little bit of injustice that's going on here. Uh, let's point it out and let's make something clear. But this is the way I see it. And this is the way I would like it to be. Anybody else have an opinion or a divergent look to see, like, what we're dealing with here? Like, can't we all get on the same freaking page? Make sure we know what we're doing. And so trying to figure this all out isn't like a maze. We just 
have a path in a way. We just do what is right. Very next thing that you can do that's right. And we realize everything's gonna be all right. Don't carry it with us, forgive ourselves. So we can all move on. Cause that's what we eventually will become. And it won't take too long, just based off of how long we choose to teach ourselves this new paradigm of circumstance. Like, understand that we have to be responsible for ourselves. Otherwise, we are worthless. Not just in the physical sense. Like, yeah, you gotta take care of your human. Because it's your vessel. That's how you get around. When you don't have that anymore, uh, you're no longer living on the ground. If you're not here, you can't make a difference. only a matter of how much you dared in your life to continue to live habitually as a cause of strife to other people. You're just bad and you're mean and you should. A little bit of patience, breathe, and you can do it. You can be a much better version of yourself. And damn it, man, if I can't get so frustrated at people, who? And they let me down on the constant. All I want is somebody to care and listen to me. And what I have to say, I got a couple of questions, throw some answers my way. Today, I made some big mistakes, and I'm pretty sure that's why I'm here recording this apology. Not just to the people that I really frustrated, their grace, and God love them for being as kind as they were to shitty me. And you know, in the end, it wasn't so bad. Simple communication from someone that I didn't feel offended by would have helped to resolve all of the confusion right quick. But processes make you talk to so many different people and form new interrelations and you get frustrated having to tell the same story over and over again. I just want one person to have a communication with you and talk to comprehend. Like, what is it do you need? This is customer service, you know? Count on me like a friend. That's what I'm here for. I know you got problems. We all got them. But I know that you have one that I might be able to fix. So bring it to me. Let's see what we can do. Like, how hard is that? To just say, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to pull through. Let me say, hey, you may be in need of assistance. Let me see what I'm capable to do to see if I can help sort out this mess. And I think it's something that I probably should have given in order to get. I was making these demands of these people, but I wasn't holding myself to any limit. 
I was pissed. I broke the threshold. I said, you know what? Mm, not done. It's over. I'm pissed. <laughs> My respect for you has disappeared. And now you're gonna listen to this. And you might not listen. And I don't really give a fuck. But I'm still gonna say what I think and what I feel. <sighs> and I'm just gonna be reeling and reeling and reeling in that karma. Because I know what I'm gonna pay for this some way. I just broke the bond of trust with you. And now you can't wait to get away. You don't have to deal with me. Like, fucking crazy. Like, what are you even asking for? We don't understand you just as much as I don't understand them. And obviously there's a breakdown in communication. But how can you care for a person who you're giving service to if you don't try to form a relationship with who you're even talking to? You say like, oh, hey, it's you. How you doing? Good to hear from you. You know, I may not know you personally, but hey, I have all your information here for you. Don't worry. Things going to be all right. Because I know who you are and I know what you need. And I'm going to provide it based off of what you see. Come here to have service. You come here to be taken care of. I'm the department that you call to get service and not just help, but service. Not like, I need directions. Oh yeah, you know, just go that way a little while eventually. And then you do this and this and then you'll be there. Don't worry. Like, let me draw you a map. This is exactly where you need to go. This is how to get there. This is how many miles it's going to be. Oh look, type it into your GPS. There, you know exactly where you're going. Like, not just give you broad general directions, but like tell you where you can go. And there's an option for you. You know, and I'm not telling you what to do, but I am leaving some sound advice, a little bit of guidance of like how you can get from point A to the next site, wherever you're off to go in your lovely little world. Excuse me and thank you and nice to meet you. Pretty girl. I have those friendly conversations with people that I see around and that's probably my favorite part about walking through town. And it's not about so much about me going out to have the experience. Because I already know what that opportunity brings to me. I feel joy. I'm happy. These are the things that I like to see. I've cultivated this area. I know these spots well. This is my stomping ground. So that my little paradise in hell... I get used to the way things are. But I always know that trouble is not off too far. So I keep on my toes. And I keep clean my nose. When it's required, I tiptoe and I'm quiet. And I don't make fuss of me. It's kind of lead back into the background and, and enjoy living among people being free. And I observe with like tender compassion, like, oh man, oh, that's so good to see people experiencing the town and enjoying and cultivating their community and feeling good about their experience and being excited about going about you know, that's the spirit that this is all about.
spread you know joy and good cheer because it's that time of year and we all need to give each other that little bit of cheer to get us through the darkest days until the spring does come winter is really hard on our karmatic distortion because we're pretty damn vulnerable during this time of year we have our defenses down because we're filled with holiday cheer. And we still look out for everybody because we're family and we care. But we're a little extra nicer to one another, spreading that good holiday cheer. And you see somebody that has a sign that says, man, <laughs> two bucks. <laughs> And my day is green. I will be so happy because I will be able to afford this thing. Whatever it is, that $2 just changed their life for the day. Depending on how much spark they still have within them. How much hope they have. How, how far they are out on the fray. Whether they are elated and excited about having this opportunity to improve their circumstance. Even so much, there's joy in that. Because when you live on the streets, man, it's hard to go without. And if you want to know what dignity and humility is all about, go live on the streets and be genuine about it. Give up everything that you have. Have nowhere to go, and the streets is your best option. <laughs> Until you've been there, don't talk and have a little bit of human compassion. Like you see somebody that's down on their luck, man, two bucks, it's gonna be a great day. But man, a hundred is gonna be a revolution. They're gonna have, man, I have a little bit of spark, a little bit of love for my fellow human. I got a little bit of free space to move and do something. We're back in business, man. We got that green. We have all the money that we need. Until we need it again, of course, because that's what happens with money. You have it, and then the only thing you can do with it is spend or save or stash it or, you know, play it in the money market accounts. But it's just relationships to a decimal point and a pointless piece of paper that we have deemed valuable and I am not here to argue for or against its favor. Money puts in good labor. It's a great tool. It's pretty efficient for all that it does. It's just like a super leaky sieve and it, there's no way to really account for anything. It's a lousy metric. It is corruptible and exploitable. And it's a substantial thing. <laughs> like, you have to have it in your hand in order for it to register. When, literally, you can make a verbal agreement with somebody. Your money has to make the exchange. You understand that the cost and the value of things are based off of whatever the market says that you should charge for it. That is 
considered within fair balance. When you look at it on the scales of all the shit that we have bound to it by rules and say, here's what would be fair. Let's just draw the line right there. And that's what community is, more or less. It's just a bunch of agreements to say, we'll all abide by these rules, and we are going to treat each other like the brethren and sistren that we are, so that we can all find a way to just pull through and make the experience better for everyone. Even the little ones. Even the ones that are way down on their luck, and they have nothing. And man, they could really use two bucks. see what else did I fuck up on karmatically today I mean gosh there's so much there's a lot to say I'm not gonna bore you with all the fine details like I mess up even in like stupid little ways and I'm given chance to kind of like earn good fortune and I still choose the wrong thing and I don't know why I forced myself into suffering. Like, in an instance, I weighed and measured my own circumstance. And I valued an opportunity to fix a clerical error as a way for me to get what I need. I don't know if people would be able to understand me when I say this, but it's like fortune come to you every day. And if it has not arrived yet, chances are you already spent it that day. Like, all that it takes is just one right choice for your world to change in a single day. You give up trying to control things and make it your way. And you find yourself out in the fray making bad decisions. And, you know, you're not doing exactly what is right. What would be expected from your fellow human and the ways of just wrong and right. Like, have some compassion. Man, we're all people. Let's not be fucked up. And the agreements of gentlemen and ladies. And the agreements with all that institutional stuff and the politics. All these weave in our relationships that make the fabric of our communities, and we as citizens agree to do a few things. And that's all that the accounting brings. Other than that, you're free to participate, contribute, relate, build community, provide service. Thank you.
do whatever it takes. to just somehow make friends. That's probably the hardest lesson that I'm trying to learn right now. How to make friends with people and influence them somehow. Not like I'm trying to sell them on something, but I want to find out what they need. <laughs> and to do so in a way that's not super prying, but I just want to be able to help other people because I think that's the best way when you get to a community to be able to fit in, but I am a stranger and talking to strangers could lead to their ruin. They have no trust for me. They don't know who I am. You have to build trust, and that takes time, and you have to keep showing up over and over again. You have to start living and being in the space so people can remember you. And that's what it takes to be able to live in close proximity to other people. Part of that human element requirement. And though I'm pretty well introvert, with tendencies, <laughs> of being a people person when I have chance to express myself with ease. Dealing with people to get things done, like counting on human responsibility, is not very comforting in the sense of Having people deal with things like customer service. I mean, where does the balance strike that a lot of it is just simple data input experience? And being able to talk to somebody that you can relate to is also uh, very helpful. Especially because... Uh, communication is the way that we find uh, where things are doubtful or things aren't working out quite in the way that we had hoped in order for it to be efficient. It's frustrating when something is broken and you don't have a person to talk to. You can't just rely on pre-recorded machines to have the right mechanisms to negotiate with human people. 
to get them to understand the pre-dearth process of agreement and follow through. I believe that autonomous systems can one day be imparted with an empathetic circumstance. But only come close based off of human interpreters. So we understand the language too much. Things start to just not make much sense. Because your relationship to it. And you know what? I, I just knew it. And trying to stick to it here. Trying to tie back a day of a bunch of missed opportunities. There's a lot of shitty outbursts. A lot of messed up mistakes. The terms of like how I judge my position. I mean, nothing really bad happened, but I was pretty ugly to people. In the end, everything was fine, and I feel stupid for being so seemingly deceitful that people just couldn't trust to listen to me to what I needed and we could work this out together like it became this leave it all up to me uh, push off their responsibility and make me have to pick up the pace or pick up where they lack speed I guess that's the one part about customer service that most people need is somebody to hear what you need and work with you to be able to attain it because you are the fastest avenue to access the people who orchestrate it, organizers, the leaders, the administrative taskers, whoever it is that you got to sign up a point and ask them get permission from whoever and sign off and let it be done. Like, there's so many distortions in the communication. Had it been a simple automated system, could have been like punch, punch, punch. Uh, here's some results. And, you know, I only have to tell you once, you don't forget it 10 seconds later. Like, you have no memory. And that's the problem of dealing with multiple people when you're talking to someone on customer service. Because it's like talking to somebody who has no memory of you every 10 seconds. Alright, let's be more realistic. You spend, you know, 10 minutes on hold, 20 minutes on hold, 30 minutes on hold, listen to this stupid song. And you're frustrated and you just want your life to be able to go on, but it can't because you're stuck on hold on the phone, waiting for some human 
to set you free from your prison of being attached to an electronic device that is doing nothing to help you solve anything because you're glued to it in this antiquated way having to talk to a human on the phone to get some answers and fix something that's been led astray. You talk to a new person, oh, we're transferring you now, or the infamous, like, drop call and then re-ringing, like, you just hung up and you're recalling them, thanks for transferring me, asshole, <laughs> without saying anything to me at all. Think that maybe I didn't notice because you had the music turned up so loud, like, how could you possibly hear that click in the dial? And it's obviously music that is annoying, so it's making you want to tune out to not hear. You can be left on hold for a really long time. Man, humans don't mind leaving you on the other side. Because it's not their life that's getting wasted with time. No, they're, they're doing their job, and they're getting paid for every minute that they are in it. And you are losing some value in your life. Because all of this valuable time and valuable attention that you are having to spend to go through all of it. Everything should be made as simple as possible. Not more. <laughs> but complications like I've dealt with in a lot of customer care services at companies lack the attention to care like a human being so I would much rather just be dealing with a robot who at least they don't project their bullshit back at me don't make me have to project bullshit at them in order for me to be winning this stupid petty little argument which has turned into frustration because communication is lacking in some degree. How you frustrate grace humanity and it's not just because of you or me like we all are so very frustrating to each other. Sure, we can get along and we're helpful in a lot of different ways, but all comes down, we can be really shitty versions of ourselves or we can be our best version for the day. And that's the one thing that I always have to say is like, do the best you can and be that best version. You're no better than anybody except for who you were yesterday. And you're always constantly in your becoming process to become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And promote that in other people that you see, especially those who you find that are needy in a little extra helping hand. And to value them and their self-worth, to not turn it into uh, some charity event. Like, give people what they need without ceremony. <laughs> Don't make them have to walk across stage and grandstand to say, man, I was suffering, but thank God came along this man to be able to save me because I needed your help 
everything that you're doing, you know, while you put yourself up on a shelf, like you're a trophy. You won because you did something good, a good deed for the day. Well, let me just tell you something. Karma works more than just one way. It works also the other way as far as, like, advances in your credit. Like, don't credit yourself with more. Otherwise, you're gonna regret it. Because karma comes back and it says, Oh, hey, what's up? I'm here. Payment due. Um, you know, I'm ready to collect. How about you? Oh, you have nothing <laughs> to give. You know, I spent all this time creating the path that you wanted to live. You said you wanted to live this bullshit lie. And you gave yourself so much time to be able to achieve it somehow. Try. Karma catches up with you in time and says, Oh, you told a lie. <laughs> That's funny. Because now you have a bunch of tangled strings. Everything that isn't true, man, that's just a knot for you. And now things are going to start to get strange. It's not going to feel good when things start coming through that are new lessons for you to say, Oh, guess what? You fucked up. Time to learn your lesson. Pay up. And, of course, it's not, like, something totally detrimental. In most cases, it's just, like, wow, self-awareness. Hmm. Now that I look at it with my own consciousness, I see from, you know, the raised-up perspective, not biasly. Like, I love myself, and I don't want to be in trouble karmatically. So, of course, I'm willing to give myself a little leeway one way or another because, hey, you know, I'm not perfect. None of you are either. But really, like, taking extreme ownership and full responsibility as a shitty person today to a bunch of people, and I'm sorry. And I know some people I'm never going to be able to talk to again, so I am telling sorry to the universe. Please send my message forth to them. And I'm just sending good fortune their way. Love and apologies, you know, sew up the stitch in that fray. You know, prevent the ripple getting further and just squash it right now. Apologize to people and redeem the time somehow. And then it's easy when you're not like trying to assign the value, but to say, you know what? I messed up. Bad on me. And I see how I messed up. And I understand it's totally on me. It's my lack of self-responsibility doing what I'm supposed to. Show up as a common contributor to this community, this relationship. This interaction with your fellow human. I don't always bring forth my best version when dealing with other people. And to me that just sounds evil. No better than that. It's very simple. 
when you're trying to live free of that karmatic retribution. You start being good to humanity. And I messed up today, and I see. And now it is a new moral lesson for me. And I'm sure the great things that I had been building up are not going to happen. So I'm not going to be disappointed or surprised. Because I wouldn't want to have it anyway. Because it would be tainted by my own penalized actions, and I don't want to reward myself for making a mistake. I mean, the reward is in the lesson anyways. Trying to give myself more is being out of accord with the way the universe just works. I think that's probably why I stay away from people the most. So I don't trust myself to make the right decisions all the time in terms of where my values are. Like, little things can get to me, and big things do too, but the problem is I can see solutions to the big things. In terms of the small things, they're just too close in the proximity. I can't get a good look on my own relationship with the simple things around me. Most of it is just not knowing how to communicate the things that I see to people. I have to go in these elaborate conversations and use my poetic phrases and invite you into what I see. And try to describe my shine of light and the way things that I see. Certainly, if there's something to learn for me, there should be something to learn for you. We definitely learn from each other. I think that's why we are voyeuristic by nature, because we watch each other so that we can learn how to behave and how not to. Oh yeah, that's right. Something else that I forgot to mention about today. Like, I feel bad about this, and it's something that's constantly eating me away. Like, this is confidence, not cockiness. I don't confuse the two.
and what I'm about to explain is just something that I need to be able to work through on, you know, the karmatic level. So I've been rekindling old flames within myself, like considering uh, no longer being alone. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Three, two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff, 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. what I was saying before the interruption. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Okay, that was fun. Had to pause for a moment. Deal with something else. And back to feeling good about myself, like, you know, the whole point of this was to say I had a less than fantastic day, been shitty to a bunch of people, and I hope that apologies get to them some way, and that forgiveness can be found between our little rift. Better learned for it, definitely. I did some good deeds, and I didn't do them so that I could receive. Like, I knew that I could help out somebody with a little bit of humanity, you know, pay it forward to them so they can be a little bit more free. And hopefully one day it'll be paid forward to me. Karma will be there, like, shaking my hand. Like, here's your moment of redemption. You know, it was totally worth it, wasn't it? Just to put on, you know, that of kindness like it's really hard to understand what people need but you know the, the doubt is something we leave behind us when we're there to help someone we don't have to be worried whether it's wrong or it's right you know making things better for someone is going to improve your own life that's the way karma works And it's not like you have to worry about every little one of the, t the little threads that you snip and, and you lose the chance to redeem that someday. All that opportunity you just threw away.
because like it builds up kind of like a rewards program like a little card stamper every time do a good deed man there's your stamp 10 more to get there once your card is filled up redeem it for freedom something good to come to you and it comes however you hope or you want it to maybe it just feels right to you to give someone a little bit of love and attention one day and who knows when that's going to come back as goodness in your life I hope it's on one of those days when, man, you can't catch a break. And things just keep getting worse. Everybody and everything is trying with patience. On one of those days when I am miserable. And I just can't take this. It hurts my heart so sad so much pain every day and you can't get away it's there it's you it's your life and you can't escape it you can't run and hide but of course you have to live it the best that you can every day keep looking for opportunities to redeem yourself in some way where karma can pay you back so like hey you know okay good for you you did it Here's your date of redemption, and I hope you can handle it. Freedom is a tough thing for people. I think that's why people keep making mistakes over and over again. Because it's far scarier to learn the lesson. Because when you learn, you actually you grow up, and then your life starts to change. And it starts to change these magnificent, incredible ways. And it's almost like going on a roller coaster. It is always way too fast. Things start coming and going, and opportunities, you know, second chance, all these chances, chances, open doors of opportunity, and everyone out there, everything you see, it's just an opportunity for you to cash in on your own redemption, all the good things you've done to people, you know, the things that you did without mention. leaves not in the sense of wanting a reward it's important to tell people that you're helping out your fellow human watching each other to learn how to be our best version is the best part about being human little observant learners we learn from each other and through experience of circumstance and while change is not simple and it's definitely not easy it's the only way to overcome things keep making the same mistakes over and over again it's like spinning your tires in the sand and now you've started a rut and you are so completely stuck in that stuff and you're not going to be able to pull out your vehicle your vessel out of this, you know, quicksand that is too fast for you to scoop out of the way by hand and you're the only person there and you have no one to lean on, no one to support you or help you. 
that's the day you want to be able to cash in on karma's freedom. My chance, thank goodness, that person stepped in the way that day and they showed up and saved me from being stuck again. Another redemption of being good human. You gotta love it every time you see it, it's good because that means we're all free. The moment we stop doing for each other good deeds is the moment we've spent the last of our humanity. So if we're to become all that we can be, we have to start making the world be what we want to see. Make things improved. I'm sure we're going to cause a lot of people to change and wake up to circumstance probably before they're ready. That means that we all have to be prepared to take care of each other in our hours of need. Because that's good humanity and then it will be like reaping what you're sowing. And love's constantly overflowing because how can you not just love everyone? Because love is free. It's I'm not promising to cash in on bias or some false sense of authority. It's just good humanity. Man, I see eye to eye with you. And that's how karma pays us back for all that we do to each other. So wouldn't you want to treat each other as great as you one day want to be treated? <laughs> be there for someone how they want and how they need it, because one day, you may be on the other side of it. Ain't that some fucking profound shit? Anyway, the whole idea goes back to the concept of strings and pretty little lights and these programmings. Distort, delete, generalize, turn it into a story, make it sound poetic, and then everybody knows how to see how hard is it to express communication of humanity to humans who have no idea that they aren't free. And with all the hate that I see and the love is great, don't, don't you forget. But love does not remove. You from having to acknowledge that acknowledging, taking ownership, taking responsibility. Hopefully from all of this, that's what you could see. Hopefully that message somehow gets through and thank you for your valuable time and attention and May karma's grace come back to you. Talking about being on your best behavior, not just in the sense of, you know, good conscious behavior. Like, you know, do good, don't do wrong. Do what's right. 
like the bare minimum expectations right now. that don't come through. I guess the idea is that, you know, we give ourselves a lot of leeway. And as fellow humans, we usually do that for each other too. We especially do it to our family because we care about them. We give them a little bit more breathing room, right? Don't hold them too much to the grudge. Families there for each other because, you know, we all look at the big fuck up, you know, we see each other grow too. We've been there for each other along the way, that's what family does. Whether You know, everybody has their own lives to live. How often do you check in? Calm the conscious of those who are your family, who care about you, want to make sure you're all right. back and they're by your side. That's what good family is to me. So of course But they're who you can relate to to be free. Or you know you will constantly be able to cultivate good humanity. 
you live for those relationships, man, because they're interdependent and they unite as one great opportunity between two people to benefit in a equal proportion. Like, I benefit from your friendship and I know you benefit from mine too. And every once in a while we have to come together and renew our bonds and say, I got you, I'm here for you. No matter how or what way, and that confidence gives us trust because it's the ultimate sense of security. It's knowing that someone's got your back. Somebody's going to be there for me. Like, knowing that is such strength and resiliency that you can pull through anything yourself just by knowing someone's got your back. As you go through this thing, you learn to adapt and overcome learn your karmatic lesson and cash it in for redemption. You know, you can even cash it in now. You just say, I put my foot down. Accept extreme ownership and responsibility for this. And let's untangle this weave somehow. And tie the knots and clear the signals through in our energetic cords that connect each one of us to the line that goes through time, let's call it, if it's even such a thing that would need a line. Time is only there when you check it. <laughs> so. Otherwise, time is a relative thing. So if you do something good, you can call upon it to be redeemed anytime you feel inclined to call in, all in, place your bets. See if you really have enough on standby karma credits to catch this break. I know it's big, but man, it's the one. So again, it goes back to understanding the good value of good humanity. Which isn't just about that communicative, communicative sense of understanding, like talking with each other, interacting uh, as far as two people can, but it's also being in each other's presence and the mental vibration that we're sending to people within our close proximity of space. We're fucking with them based off of our own falls from grace. Because you start to get on the same wavelength and the same frequency and all of a sudden, guess what? You're in the same place. And that means somebody's observing. And so out of that, what are you learning? What are the things that make you ever presently aware?
I know where I am. I know when I am. Thus, I know who I am. I am the person with the golden opportunity to do the right thing in this circumstance. And karma is looking out for me. In this sense, I know that karma's got my back if I'm just able to do the right thing. Nobody's going to make it hard for you except for yourself and your own suffering. And your need to feel relief from the pressure of a strenuous life. To have a win because somehow it's going to make everything alright. Or just cashing in being a shitty person. Like, you know what? I got so much to spend that I'm gonna start being a shitty person because I've racked up enough points and earned the right. And I mean, I guess this comes down to the point like, I'm not trying to say humanity is not meant to fight. Like, we have to fight in us. How, how do you think that we're gonna get along? We have to learn from each other so something has to go wrong. And, you know, for what degree of shittiness, <laughs> it's entirely up to us and our choices and what we do. But ultimately, we rely on each other to have conflict and for a resolution to come through and for justice to be served on both sides of the board. And you get the best predicted account for outcomes based on the advance. Like, here's your golden opportunity to do the right thing, here's your chance, do it now, and you shall win the day. But that doesn't come to you if you're gonna sit there and be biased and lead your thoughts astray. Like, this person doesn't deserve my love today because of this reason, that reason, and that. And love is ultimately just patience, tenderness, kindness, a little bit of the advance. Like, man, I know you ain't trying to piss me off, but you have. You rubbed me the wrong way. How do you communicate that to someone in a non-offensive way? Most of it's just about taking a deep breath, sitting in your space, and recognizing you are not the only person of the human race. There are other people here trying to live their life. Don't step on any toes or cause any strife. Just trying to live on that spice of life, the goodness we bring to each other. Let me tell you about a, a little story about me and my fellow brethren. Today I was offended by someone. They did nothing 
at all. Like, I go back and recall, and I know they did nothing. They thought something. Man, I knew that they thought something. And that made me feel uncomfortable. But the fact is that I saw what they were watching. You know, there's nothing wrong with looking at a pretty girl and to appreciate beauty and have an opportunity to provide a compliment because karma likes that, especially when it's something that you actually meant wasn't on false pretenses. But even then, still playing nice works just as well. As long as the people know your intentions <clears throat> meant well. Simple little compliments, comments, engagement of conversation, looking someone in the eyes. Don't dismiss them with alienation. Like, that's probably my biggest thing. Making myself alienated in a crowd. I hide myself and I don't be too loud. So I don't want to draw attention to myself. Because when people start looking this way, there's lots of different feelings. They're coming out of the fray. And I become offended because some people have no manners. And some people are just vile. And some people are just lonely. And there's something about love that's shown through me that reminds them a distant memory about something that they once had. <clears throat> or that they always wanted but was always so far from their reach that they couldn't even grab. So, you know, as I was my selfish self today, cashing in all kinds of karma, and I'm living to regret the day. But at least, if I have something to say about everything that transpired, it's a good reminder of why that's something within me that gets fired. You know, the thing that rubs me up, that gets me going, that makes me start a fuss. Like, why is that something to me that is so notorious? Why does it make me anxious? Why does it make me want to run away? and to fend myself against something that is completely human in almost every innocent way. It's like I'm making offense out of something that someone has yet to do. I grant them no trust and no opportunity to grow comes through. I shut them out, shut me out. 
It probably had a message for me too, some kind of inspiration that I needed to pull through. I guess the biggest thing about having people to interact with is the version of them that's shining through, like we're mirrors to each other. If you really pay attention to the behaviors of circumstance, you know, what makes the individual human element all that it is take those things into consideration and how can you not put yourself in another people's shoes then to know where they're standing, where they are, when they are in time. You can relate as best you can so you know how not to further offend and help them along their way. I missed so many opportunities today. And shit, I want to suffer for it. Like, damn myself for being an idiot. But I also know that karma listens to that shit. And when I knock myself down, I'm breaking apart chances of opportunity. So self-depreciation is actually devaluing every good thing that I've done farther for me to redeem everything. So, I have to focus on some form of understanding to learn from the mistakes, because regret is not fun, and it's not really constructive for anyone. Um, it's like telling yourself a dramatized story over and over again, playing yourself as a victim. Which you are victim of circumstance. And things would have been different for you if you were given another chance. And when karma comes around, you get your chance again based off of your decisions is how friendly karma has been. I remember when I had a chance to redeem karma this one time. Everything came to me all at once, down the through line. And I was forced to pick and choose which one I wanted the most. And I sat there dumbfounded. Like I had seen a ghost And I realized that karma pays up whenever she is set to demand. And I, myself, had a winning hand. But I played the wrong cards at the wrong time. And I just ended up learning a lesson
that really only peaks for me around this time. What did I learn from all of that? I need love in all the ways that I can get it. And I want it and I know what I've been searching for. But I constantly prevent myself from access to the door that will get me to the other side of where I want to become because I'm so afraid of changing and leaving the life the life behind that I've already won but life is like a gamble and sometimes you have to bet to win otherwise it's the same bullshit over and over again So I decided the most important thing to do is to find out why my shitty version constantly shines through. What's keeping me from feeling like I deserve love? Mostly is because I don't feel like I'm a good enough person to have it who can put up with my habits and my tendencies, my terms and conditions, my abnormal creature ways of being, my oddity. The things I do when I'm just being me. My quirky old character partaking in humanity. Wanting a love that won't abandon me, that's a big one, I learned. being able to afford to be free. So I have so many outstanding debts, you see. It's really not that bad. Other than I can't live more modernly. more conventional, I guess is the right term to use. I 
I guess the problem comes in of explaining myself to people. That's the problem. And I can pretend I'm something I'm not so that they're comfortable while I'm out there among them. But that's really only good for so long. I have to have some other motivation. Like that day when Karma met me and I was sitting by the train and I was essentially having a conversation with myself, though I had picked out someone from the audience to make the character claim. I asked this woman who reminded me of someone that I once knew all about what she was thinking and what she was going through because something in me knew that she had a message for me and I listened to everything she was showing to me and karma was there man the pressure was on I could feel the presence of change and the distortion and I sat there talking to this woman who I invoked as my own learning god. And I looked out for the things that seemed odd. And I remembered the hardest part of letting go somebody that you need is recognizing them slip through your fingers and that message resonates through all that you see I saw all of my regrets that day and I knew that that is what karma was saying is going to be my fate if I don't lead myself in a new direction some way. Like, this is who you become, and this is who you're going to be if you continue on this path. This is the fate that you see. And I tried to learn eloquently. But of course, fear and bias, frustration is what was guiding me. Mostly just broken heart, broken trust. And then I engaged with the other things that were around me. that I had insisted that I needed now, even though it was the wrong day. I watched my lover come to see me and to discover 
what I had to say. And whether it really happened that day or if it was just my mind, my imagination playing tricks, tell me that it wasn't going to happen. But now you get to be the guilty witness. You're so sure that's what you wanted, but really it wasn't because in the end you get what you want. And if you don't aspire higher enough or be realistic, you're going to be disappointed about a lot of stuff. So that day, I met my family. Or at least who I thought were my family. Playing out in perfect picture characters that I could see. And I felt a deep sense of not belonging. And I cried for the loss. And I felt betrayed. And found no redemption among us. Perhaps it was just because it was at that time. I'm looking back at it from farther down the line. I'd not felt offended. I would have found a way to understand. It's difficult to deal with me. Can I give them the pass? Take it on myself. I'm the problem, right? It's always me. I take on the burden of responsibility. And it's okay because I'm constantly perfecting. And shit can roll off my back pretty easily. It still affects me in the scenery. But somehow I always make it through. I definitely have more capacity of endurance than most people do. So at least there's that that I've learned from. <sighs> Makes me just such a great little redeemer. I guess that's why I say that people bring their best or their shitty version out. Either they are about ready to learn a valuable happy lesson or they're about to have a rude awakening. It's not always that bad for everyone who 
sees me. It's just the people who try to judge me or come at me, observe me, communicate with me, or try to learn from me. bunch of little lessons constantly happening here. Like the little redeemer. So it makes me such a great problem solver. <laughs> kind of consider myself like a little bit of a machine. You know? Somebody tells me their problems or their attitude, especially when it has to do with me, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. You're right, I can see how I'm offensive. I can tone it down this way and go on with the mentions. Make it comfortable for people to be around me. Like, morphable. their understanding. I am definitely a people pleaser. Because I like when people are happy and that that's the way that they stay. Of course I have ambitions to improve the world for everybody someday. It means less work for me to have to keep fixing shit for other people and taking on karmatic retribution. Like, everybody just, you know, did their part. Things wouldn't always be left to ruin. Goes back to, like, help your fellow human. How did you save the world today? And don't dismiss the little things, because they all mean something at the end of the day. And that's the other thing to say. At the end of the day, you need to go through your checklist. Mention all the bad things you did and all the ways you were reckless. Ways that you did a lot of things that were probably wrong. Ways that you won the day and your confidence was built up and you were strong. And you got to love someone. Oh, in some beautiful way, appreciate them and send good vibes their way. Love them for like, man, you're down, I'm sorry. Let's improve you. How can we make this right? And of course, not everybody has the time like with me they ask for two pennies and I give them a dime <laughs> you know sure you can have my two cents it's true rhyme but I'm also gonna tell you about this crazy through line which is part of this 
development of attention. String out the interrelations. It's like mind mapping, consciousness trapping, trying to become one with my own awareness. Bring it to myself so I can learn what transcendences can transcend my limitations and to surpass, to improve upon myself. So bad habits do not last. They can do better. Each day is a new renewal, new opportunity. Things will become easier as I take it easier on me. Everything we do is depleting. The thing about loving is love is constantly redeeming. So while you may not love your job, do it. You love the shit out of it anyway. Because it's definitely good to do work. To contribute and participate in the society's betterment today. To not make it be about some negative journey. It's all a part of the process. Just find a way to love and appreciate what you're going through and forget about all the rest of the nonsense. Do the best you can. In all the ways you can, how you can, where you am. In all the ways you feel compelled to. And you start working your intuition muscle. And you become compassionate and observant. And you let common humanity come through. You know what's wrong and what's right. You just do it anyway. Always do the best you can. And the results, the end, are not being led astray. Like redeeming yourself each and every day. And it seems so simple because it is the stuff we learned in preschool. You know, the goodness loving our friends humans need to find a way to be more like that kind of love to each other every day and not just with the people who make them feel good
with the people who also make them feel bad. And it's all a constant lesson in becoming. I think that's the biggest part, like, to make people not start running is the scary thought of, like, what sort of demons are you summoning every time you make a mistake? Like, man, you don't even want to think anymore because how is that going to karmatically relate? Like, the whole point is not to measure your thoughts in every way, but to constantly be mindful of your behavior and your path and don't be led astray by the temptations that are there and they'll show up as sure as the sun rises every day what will you learn from what's happening it's not your job to control the universe but you can control your universe. Kind of think of it in terms this way. Like we are each a grain of sand in a kaleidoscope of different arrays. And when you twist it, we all begin to rearrange and we relate to each, to each other in these weird images that are strange. And it's different every time. It's never the same. Like, you only get one shake of it and then it goes to another frame, never to go back to the way it was before because it's changed and chaos endures. And, you know, that's what entropy is for. If you can't go back, you only get one shot. You gotta do it right. And so that's when you start talking to yourself at night. Say, hey, this is who I want to be in the fabric of the scene. My grain upon the kaleidoscope screen when it shakes it, this is what it makes. And the funny thing is, it's always a correlation to organization. And it all looks beautiful, depending on who looks through it and sees. And I guess that's really what being constantly living good humanity is like looking through the kaleidoscope and appreciating the beautiful view. And understand all that is projecting and coming through. Understand that every piece makes it masterful. How can you not appreciate every chance to turn the wheel?
make the change and to see a new connection or interrelationship and appreciate it for all of it. And you form the good grooves. You know, like the grooves, the way you like to get down, the way you like to interact with people who more frequently come around. Just like, you like their vibes. You like the beat to their drum. Being around them is a positive sensation. That's the way we are when we're trying to become something or someone. But we're all guilty of ignoring the people who are only storing negative retributions. You know, the things where losers always win the chance to learn the lesson. Life is about more than just moral obligation. It's about fun. It's about experiencing. It's about living free and knowing that you are practicing good humanity and that one day it's going to come back to you and you believe that it does make a difference to do good. And you realize that you are good, but you can always be better. And you find the people who you want to put at your relationship centers. And you start treating them a certain way. And you let them know that you feel a certain way about them. And you try to express what your heart is trying to say. Develop something with them. In any way. I guess that comes to the next part of the dance. The beauty of the love romance. How karma likes to have her hand in, in all things. And the type of relationship that I ask for is the type that it brings. Of course, I'm never ready for it. And I'm still keeping myself in denial. I am so surprised, but I'm overwhelmed by the circumstance of my trial <laughs> and I tried to back up and say wait a second slow down I need a while like maybe I wasn't quite ready for this and I look at my life and how it's such a mess and I think that oh I need to fix all these things before I am ready to be with you but then I also know how much easier it will be to handle these difficult things
when I'm experiencing a love that is true. A love that you don't have to be told what to do. A love that's just natural and kind. Love that's understanding and respectful. Constant practice of good humankind. that's the hardest thing for me to admit is that I don't want to tarnish something beautiful with all of my bullshit. And I wish I could always be this congruent and to have it so that the emotions don't overwhelm me and I don't feel so alone makes it hard for me to see what's best for me, take advantage of opportunity, my chance to be my best version, living in an unsure state makes every life experience a diversion. And I know it's because the ultimate lesson that I'm really learning is that I am avoiding accepting that I'm not ready for a thing in all of the ways I want to be. But that doesn't mean that I need to be excluded from the opportunity. I guess the idea is the cost benefit has to be extreme. To make up for all of my wrongdoing. Then <laughs> I have the heart and I know I have the capacity, loving was never difficult for me. It always comes free. Trouble now is I give it far less and less because I don't trust myself. Among people who are also distressed. I want them to rock the boat <clears throat> unless they're willing to work on the opportunity to have the conversation about the karmatic story is coming through you and me. It's like a relationship is just this one really long story.
And I guess love is about what you're choosing to ignore and what you're choosing to see. And what evaluation you are administering. And what you're paying attention to. I guess I've just been sitting here talking to you. Ironing out some of my own skeletons from the closet. And to show you, though, I have made many mistakes and fallen from grace many times. I still managed to be here making these sick rhymes. I haven't given up. I'm resilient and tough. I can carry the weight of the world on my back and still have an ounce of kindness I could give to others to cut them slack. And I find it really only works if I am feeling good and positive that day, depending on whether I'm capable of putting my best version out there in the play. So the most important aspect of producing good humanity is taking care of yourself carefully. Make sure you have enough to eat of good, nutritious, delicious foods. Satisfy your hunger because it keeps you boosted up to good moods. Be mobile and energetic. Don't just stay static and stagnant. And energy tends to block and your body acts like a magnet so you're drawing all these things to you and you're blocking them all away and that's taking a hard beating on yourself and it's gonna make you pay you gotta learn how to just let things pass through you until they're done and the best way to do that is to And try to become one, one with the universe. Let it go through you. Don't take on the burden. Let it pass through like little conduits passing through the energy and using it as an opportunity to see what's sparking within my human vessel helps me to see. And because even a thought is energy, a feeling is energy, accumulation of mass is energy, everything is just energy, everything we see. And how we don't think that we're interacting with it constantly and that it's going through us, I mean, 
maybe it's not on a spectrum that we can see, but it's definitely there and it's making up everything. So looking from that perspective of energy exists and it's constantly flowing through, like what kind of filter are you? And what sort of magnet, what are you attracting to yourself, consciously or subconsciously? What are you taking responsibility for and ownership for? And what are you allowing for the universe to provide you for free? Owner of the universe doesn't want to make you pay for anything. Because the universe is your own authority. Not gonna charge yourself for being happy, are you? Really? Of course, you know, responsibility to each other, and it will cost us to care for one another, pass off our energy and bits of love, which is a real emotion that is energetically sparked and it does go from one person into another person's heart. If you really feel it, it's there, and you can observe it you know, depending on how strong it is in the attachments. That's where the magic happens. In a split second, cross distance and time. Like one particle and another particle experience the same common energetic through line. It's like a wave that travels really fast. There is no measurement between destination is just there in the instant it's magical me mechanism of manifestation and that's just how simple energy works and the great thing about mass and energy is that it keeps moving on in a force that is observant and it's welcoming and it's free. We can interact with it constantly and we do if we choose to be. And maybe one day, the way that I'm trying to say will all come through and you will see. In the meantime, I'm sending you Good love and humanity. And I apologize for however this has been confusing. At the very least, I hope you find it amusing. So go on and learn my valuable lessons. <laughs>